everybody. Welcome back to the Rad Movie Review Podcast, the show where me and my friends talk about movies and shit. And <laughs> emphasis on the shit today. Um, I am your host, Riley, uh, joined by my two good friends, Alexis. Hi. And Dakota. How's it going? And today we're talking about a movie that Dakota picked. <laughs> Which I find very interesting that Dakota was the one that picked this movie. Dakota, what are we talking about today? We're talking about After. After is a great movie, Riley. Don't hate on it. So you you seem to have an investment in this movie. So I think for once we can give Alexis a day off and let you tell us the plot of this movie. There's not much to it. I mean, it's just two of this uh, high school girl just finishing up high school, going into college, and she meets this... uh, this rebel who uh, pretty much like gets her to really think about like what her life is and like how it's um, like how it's played out or like how she's playing out her life. It really makes her think about herself. It, it's, it's just like a, it's, excuse me. It's just like he's making her think about herself for once instead of like, I guess other people. Okay. Alright, um, so this movie... I, I, I was being a little harsh at the beginning, uh, but... Yeah, Riley, I let's feel, hear it. I, I feel as if I did not quite enjoy this film. Like, there, there, were, there were cute little scenes here and there. I'm a sucker for romance, but, like, if the whole movie's centered around it, and it's not, e- it's not even really, like, a romantic comedy, it's like a romantic drama... Which kind of which kind of sours it for me? I could do a romantic comedy because you got the romance and the comedy, but then you got a romantic drama and it's just like this, like oh, sometimes they're cute and romantic, but then other times it's like oh, my father was a bad guy when I was a child, and now that's why I don't like him. It's just like okay, this movie was like at average at best for me. I I just did not vibe with it aside for with a couple of romance scenes where I was like oh, that's really cute, but other than that. Not not doing it you know, for Riley, me. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just needed to, you know, I thought it was great. I just needed to pick something. And I thought it was a great pick. Because I'm a sucker for romance, so I'm going to pick it. Yeah, and there are definitely a few scenes that got me, because I'm a sucker for romance too. But I think overall as a product, it was like shockingly average. You, you built it up to be this great movie, and it's like, oh, this movie is like so middle of the road. And I did not get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Now, Alexis, on the other hand, seems to be just like elated. She really wants to talk about this film. We were, so we were just having a conversation before you got back. I think I think it's time to give her um, the floor. This movie is a unique a unique movie. It's a movie that it's my first movie that I've ever seen that I absolutely hated. But now I love because I hate watched it and it was so funny. Dakota, I am so sorry. I spent the whole last podcast pretty much roasting Riley for not understanding women. I've got to talk to you. I think you like relationships, buddy. This is not romance. This is not Ah. it. This is cringe. I didn't say Hey, 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 I didn't (laughs) say it was romance. Cringe. I didn't say that. The whole thing was so bad. I brought up this concept before pretty privilege. Pretty people, they have a privilege. It's true, and you just have to accept it. Some people are cuter than others, and they get more for it. It sucks, but sometimes that's the way the world works. 
This Alexis, the as a thing. subject matter expert, can say that pretty privilege exists. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying from what I've seen that, you know, the main character, I will say she's hot. She's gorgeous. And the main actor, he's good looking. Also, side note, they're for sure siblings. They're for sure, like, fraternal twins. You can't change my mind. They look exactly the same. But also, they're good looking. So they don't the guy have to and be- the chick? Yeah, they don't have to be good actors. What? They're good looking. They look, oh my God, you cannot, they look exactly Harden no, and Tessa. No, they don't. Oh my no. God, they look exactly like. <laughs> no. Alexis, what are you on? What the fuck? I am what are you on- smoking? Alexis took some shrooms before the movie and she just saw Tessa's face on Harden as well. And she- <laughs> I, wish, I wish I did. I'm going to print out them and put them side by side for when I see you guys again. Because they look exactly the same. They are siblings. So these people are beautiful. They don't have to be good actors. And they weren't good actors. And I'm convinced that Harden is not British. That was a fake British accent the whole time. I need to look up his actor because that accent was so fake. I don't know if you two are aware of this, but this story was originally a fan fiction, a Harry Styles fan fiction that became a movie. Yes, it was. What? I didn't know that. Similar to Fifty Shades of Grey, that was a Twilight fan fiction that became like a book series and a movie. So this was originally a fan fiction, which if you go into the medium of fan fiction, this movie fits very well as a fan fiction because you don't need to get things accurate. You don't need things to be like, you know, you don't need them to make sense because it's a fantasy. But once it like it crosses that boundary to become a movie, you need to have some like substance, you know, there was no substance like it was just so bad. And if I had to watch Tessa do the, <sighs> like, I can't even, ex- I can't even do it myself, but this just trout mouth expression of like anything, any emotion she has to give off with this like fish mouth. And, and Harden does it too, because they're twins. They like, it's just, I, I almost couldn't stomach it. I had to, I was so revolted by the movie that I had to turn it into like humor and comedy. It was just so bad. And Dakota, next time you get into a relationship, you might... Okay, because there's a thing of liking, like, the bad boy, like, you know, toxic thing. But this was just, like, glorifying it in a way that was unnecessary. And there was, like, almost zero chemistry between them. She had more chemistry with her roommate that was, like... Like, they. this movie literally would have been better if it was a coming-out movie. And Tessa was actually a lesbian and falls in love with her roommate because that would make more sense than what actually happened. And I realize I've been talking a long time. I'm sorry. You guys go ahead. <laughs> no, because I think no, you I like have it. the most thoughts on this movie out of all of us. Dakota's just like, oh, it's good. And then I'm just like, this is like the most average middle of the road shit I've ever seen in my life. It's like, oh, oh, there's drama. Oh, college people want to fuck each other. Wow. What a I fucking mean- revolutionary concept. The best part was that she doesn't eat ketchup, and I as well do not eat ketchup. I hate ketchup. So that was the only redeeming quality of the whole movie. I was like, yes, Tessa, ketchup is gross. Same. But it was, it read like a, the whole thing felt, I don't know if you, uh, you guys obviously haven't seen queer movies where like people come out and they're gay. It's their like coming of age story. That's what this movie was set up to be, it seemed like. And it's such a disappointment because that would have actually had more emotional pull, more drama, more relevance than what actually did happen. And Dakota, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel so guilty saying this. No, no, but no, no, I no. will let you know that I'm going to keep watching these movies. There's the, the third one came out this year. Yep. It's on YouTube. 
So you got me hooked. I'm going to watch them because I dislike them so much. But I think I spent too much time roasting Riley last pod- podcast. Like the second one might it seems like Alexis my- might, for the first time since this new soft reboot of the show, might be pulling out the negative scale. It seems like. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's my... And also the the conflict that like at the end of the movie, it was just such like a an easy fix. Very easy. The the ending, what breaks them up is that it turns out that the in the beginning, like it was a dare. He was like, Oh, you don't think I can make her fall in love with me and then turn it off like that? Like, okay, very easily could have been solved. And I'll tell you, one one thing all Harden had to say was like, that was before I am now in love with Tessa. He said that. He, he did not say, say he didn't say the words I'm in love with her, and he didn't say it with confidence in front of his friends. He said it to her like he wrote, he never uttered the words, I love you. He wrote it on her back. And if he, with confidence, stood in front of them and said, that was before, he was like, oh, Tessa, let's talk about it outside. Come on, come with me. Listen, let's go. If he had looked at all his friends in the eyes and said, we are living, like, I'm in love with Tessa. That was before. With the, simply, all he had to do is say it with confidence and in front of them, look them all in the eye, say that to all his friends that were laughing and just say, I'm in love with her now. That would have ended the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. I can no, see what I you're know. saying now. I, I, My yeah. initial thought was like, you, you've been in love with this guy for like months at this point. You've lived in the same place as him. Like, I feel like you have to have enough of a connection at that point to see that video and then hear him say, yes, that was the case at first, but it's not anymore. And believe him. Because you fucking live with the guy. You've been dating him for months. You think if he was just doing this for a dare, you fell in love with him a long fucking time ago, sister. He, he would have turned yeah. it off a lot sooner. Actually, okay, this is where we, this is where, you know, experience comes into place. But guys can be horrible and do that. That is an accurate portrait. Like, her fear and her sadness and her, like, anguish in that moment was very relatable because it does happen like very often where someone will get in a relationship with another woman, like another person, a man or woman is what I'm trying to say. Like we'll get with someone and use them for a long period of time and like not care about them actually. So like her fear of that being the case right now is pretty accurate. Like I don't, her, I thought her reaction to the situation, cause he like, this was her virginity. It was her first serious relationship. Like whatever she had with Noah was like, she literally just called him her friend, her best friend. But this was actually someone she was in love with. So hearing that someone you Poor like, Noah. Poor I know, Noah. Like, <laughs> what a kid, guy. This nothing kid. This kid that all for nothing. Okay. Like, I, hey. I can understand her being upset. But um, he all he had to do was say, like, I'm in love. Like, he, it was a very simple solution to the, the whole drama. Yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely get behind that. I agree. Uh, for for me, overall, this film was just like one or two like cute little like oh look at them scenes, and then other than that, it's just a bunch of like drama schlock. Like I just I I I don't want to be so cruel. I'm not even gonna give it that low of a rating, but like it's just uh, it's not it's not good. <laughs> it's not. I'm, so- I'm sorry, <laughs> not Dakota. It. I'm sorry, Dakota. No, don't apologize. <laughs> I just need you to know that this isn't romance. And, and the thing about and it, it even takes the trope of like going for the bad boy. The bad boy has to have some charisma, has to have some character, has to have something like their discussions have to be something more than like, oh, I read Weather and Heights. Yeah. I read Weather and Heights, so I'm deep, you know? 
Pride and Prejudice, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's got to <laughs> be more than that. Yeah, no, I think there were a few scenes where it did feel like a genuine romance, but then it was just surrounded by, like, like again, drama schlock that just made it like, okay, this is not, it's just not good. This relationship is stupid. They're stupid. But <laughs> Everything okay. is stupid. Dakota, I want to hear what you liked about it. You did say that you, did you, you like the second one more? I did like the second one better, yes. Yeah. Um, I think the second one's better. I think they get, that's, it gets better as it goes up. Once you see the second one, I think, I don't know. Again, I, that was just me personally. I like these kind of movies. Um, even though there's not like, it may not be what it says, but I don't know. I liked it. I just liked the, um, I don't know. The I, It's not like the romance, but I liked their relationship. I just, it, he was like from the beginning. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain for me, but. It, okay. So this makes more sense. Cause I was thinking like watching this movie, who does I Dakota identify with? Do you identify with Tessa? Which is not a bad thing. I'm, I'm not like joking or trying to roast you. But yeah, no, I, no, no. Um, I'd say, yeah, I would. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, you know, wanting to, like, someone that's just going to, like, you know, focus on you and, like, help you, yeah. like, break out of, like, whatever. And it does make sense, like, for someone that's at, in this age group where, like, going to college, like, nine, like, 18, 16s to 20, I'd say, like, this makes sense. I think yeah. I'm not the target audience here is my problem. Yeah, no, I definitely. What do you mean? The target audience of these fucking garbage romance drama films is exactly your demographic, Alexis. You just have you just happen to be more sophisticated than most in your in your demographic group. Untrue, because the demographic, I think it's like the like sure, primarily women, but like or teens. I think the demographic for this was teens, not actually like anyone past the age of twenty one that's actually dated someone. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) So I'm definitely not in the the demographic for this movie. I I feel like the majority of women like in their early twenties though are like still teenagers. Like one of my favorite images I've ever seen is just like it's one of those stupid Wojak memes. And it's just like something that mentions a teenager and it's like a woman and she's like, Oh, a teenager. D- d- just like me. Oh wait, I'm twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm, like, in that sweet spot where I'm actually 27, so I'm past 25. So I think, yeah, it's just, like, or and actually I've had a relationship, so I'm just like, no, this is not the fantasy. This is not it. It's I'm not sorry. It. It's not the move, no. You want some, like, fake British guy drawing words on your back in the bathtub? It's not love to you? No, no, I'm sorry. I mean... It is cute. Like, those are cute scenes. Like, taking a bath with someone you're, like, in love with or, like, even, like, super attracted to. Like, okay, okay. I will say this. Harden. And, okay, just to go back on, like, um, the last, like, uh, the last movie we saw. Harden and Tessa, the way they look at each other, definitely into each other. Um, The last movie we saw was It Follows and Riley had some miscommunications. But the way Paul and um, Jay looked at each other, not into each other. Or, okay, Jay not into him. But... Tessa was definitely into Harden, so okay. that's kind. Of, that was kind of good. At least they got that message across. I could believe they want to have sex with each other. 
right. Um, anything else in this movie that we want to have a particular discussion about? Um, how do you guys uh, feel about the mom? I was just going to bring up the mom. The actress <laughs> Elma Blair actually has MS. So I thought this was like really amazing. I was like super impressed. Like, wow, can't I, she has MS and she's acting. This is awesome. What is MS? It's like, um, it's just like disease where you're going to lose bodily, like c- control of your bodily functions, like your muscles. You're not going to be able to like do anything. Oh, wow. I didn't know that about Selma Blair. Um, yeah. I, was, I knew I was familiar with her, but she has a really good acting range. Cause like, I didn't notice it all at first, like in the beginning. And then when they had their confrontation, when she catches her making out with Harden, I was like, I know this woman from somewhere. And I looked it up and I knew I did know her from the show uh, Anger Management, the Charlie Sheen sitcom. She played the female lead in that show. Oh, and it, cool. but, it, but, it t- but it took me a long time to figure that out. So she obviously has really good range, range as an actor, which is really cool. Yeah. What else are your thoughts on her? Um, I think I think she did have her heart in the right place. But also, you know, it is obvious that like she was being a little bit controlling and a little bit overbearing. Uh, to her newly adult daughter, but overall, her heart was definitely in the right place, and she's definitely a good woman, especially having been abandoned by her husband. Oh, okay. What do you feel, Dakota? About the mom? Yeah. I, I liked her. I feel like, because most moms in like these kind of movies, I feel like aren't like I feel like she portrayed them. Most moms, well, in this situation, like in the situation, because yeah, you're just going off to college. College is a place where, like, so much happens in college. So, like, she was trying to protect, like, protect her while she like wasn't there. So it's just like, I feel like she was well, but she could have been, yeah, a little less controlling. But she did it to an extent where, like, you could understand where she was coming from. I that that's my opinion yeah i definitely agree with that at least like it was her emotions were definitely over the top and it definitely did feel like um a 16 year old wrote the conflict scene but um i can definitely relate i have a very uh i've my mother was very overbearing and very controlling for most of my life so i was like all right this is at least like the one relatable thing all right well do we think we're ready to get into uh three questions let's do it all right. Uh, so, favorite character first on the docket, and uh, since Alexis seemingly hated all the characters, I, I want to hear her take. I my favorite character is the roommate. I yeah, really like dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was great. She was awesome. She was a good roommate. She was like, you know, it's like trying to make the best out of the worst. But she was really caring, and she was really sweet to Tessa when she needed her. And even in the final conflict, like, it was her confirmation that, like, I don't know, I think their relationship was built very, like, I don't I could, it was very believable that they had this, like, intimate relationship. Not super intimate, but, like, that enough that, like, when that happened, like, Tessa looked at her and said, is this true? And you can see her guilt for, like, going along with it, kind of. And um, the whole time I was, like... The way Tessa looks at her roommate, it's like she's attracted to her. I was like, how can this not be a movie about lesbians if, like, Tessa is way looks way more attracted to her roommate than anything else? Hey, listen, there's two more movies in this series. Who knows what twists and turns? 
I've got my fingers crossed because at least they confirmed that the roommate is queer and into women or something. And I was like, damn, I'm waiting for Tessa to just be like, all right, Harden's hot, but I want her. And it didn't happen. But I still like the roommate. The roommate was cool. I think the movie would have improved significantly if in the scene where um, the roommate is like making out with her girlfriend in the bed and Tessa's right there. She just joined in. I think I think the movie would have gotten way better at that moment. Yeah. Or at least if they turned around and they made eye contact while the roommate was making out with the other girl. Yes. Mm. That would be cool. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go on. That was my opinion. Okay, but uh, my my favorite character in the film, that is also a hard pick. Uh, definitely not Harden. <laughs> like, <laughs> he had his moments, but overall he was kind of just a fucking dickhead. Um, I think Tessa's a contender. I did enjoy Tessa for a lot of the film. But I think at the end of the day, I had to agree with Alexis. The roommate was, like, did feel like the best character. Um, the honorable mention to Noah, too. Like, oh I feel God. like he, he was definitely a big victim in the movie. He, he, he was like a, such a genuine guy and he just got like completely mm-hmm. fucked over. Um, <laughs> unfortunate for Noah. Um, but yeah, I think the roommate easily was like the mo- biggest vibe in the movie. I really love that character. It kind of Our- hit me. It hit me in the same way it hit Tessa at the end when, uh, when she was keeping that secret. I was like. <laughs> that that was like the Etu Brute moment. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dakota? I actually, my favorite was, uh, I think it was Harden's brother or the. Um, oh, Landon, Harden. Landon, the friend. Yeah. Landon. 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 Yeah. I, like I love that guy. He was my favorite. Just because, like, he was seeing both. I, I'm not going to say he was seeing both sides of it, but he was just like. He knew when to not get involved and when to like say something. So he was kind of like an out. He was kind of like an outsider in the situation, but he wasn't in a way in the same way. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense, but no, I get. It. I definitely want to see more of him in the next movies. I I really liked him too. I will say I like. I kind of found it like what the hell, Landon, when he calls her so hard in a drunken fit, decides to be super violent and break things. So he calls Tessa and puts her in this situation where she now has to calm him down, quote unquote. This is another thing where like, that's not love. You don't like, okay, whatever. But it wasn't romantic to have to calm down someone that's being super drunk and violent. It's but, definitely not romantic, but I think it is love to an extent. Not, like he, he was in a really bad headspace. He he had a couple drinks. It, it was a poor so, choice. So and she... Short- she came no. up to him and calmed him down. That that was no. It's sort yourself out and don't put the emotional labor on this girl that you say you don't date. You just offended her and hurt her feelings. Like you just said that you don't date. You don't like. You're not going to do anything with her. Like oh yeah, can- that scenario was definitely bullshit. But like if they were actively dating, I could see that being well, construed okay, yeah. as like a loving if, moment. If they were actually dating, but no, just don't put your emotional labor on this girl. And why would Landon as a friend? I guess because he doesn't want to deal with it himself. He's like, I'll just have this chick. Whatever. She'll come. But it's like, put it, it just sends like a weird message to like women who are obviously the demog- like the, the target demographic in this like vulnerable age. Like, no, listen, if a guy that like you just made out with and you were expecting things to happen shuts you down, says he doesn't want to date you, and then gets in this drunken stupor where he breaks things and then like you get called to help, like, no, don't. 
Just just don't. This is everything that happens in this movie, don't. don't do. That is how domestic violence happens, folks. The, the, exactly. <laughs> it's not not okay, but um uh okay, so favorite character out of the way. Um favorite scene. Uh Dakota, <laughs> the one who actually likes this movie. Tell us what your favorite <laughs> scene is. Mine was actually in the beginning when they were in class arguing back and forth. I just thought it was funny. I when though I like what yeah in class when they were just going back and forth at each other. That was I don't know why that was my favorite scene. I, yeah, I can I can feel that. Um, that that was really I think that was part of the one of the most well crafted scenes in the movie. It just like oh. immediately set it immediately sets them up as driving forces and then just like fucks that up entirely like twenty minutes later. But <laughs> um, as for me, I guess my favorite scene, like I said, like the only scenes that got me are like the lovey-dovey romantic shit, because I'm a sucker for that. Um, and if I had to pick one, uh, probably, I guess probably the bathtub scene. That, that was cute. Yeah. Also, also, just like the montage of them in their new place, like them eating Chinese food on the bed. That that was that was I think that is my favorite scene actually that little montage. Yeah. I I I really liked that 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 was that was the scene that got me. Uh, what about you, Alexis? Uh, um, it's so hard because all of it was so bad. But um, <laughs> I think the part where they're running away from the security guard. And the security guard does that cliche, like so dumb. The the hand wave, like, I'm old, and oh, and that I'm, was so funny. I was, that was just really like, good. Are you kidding me? Are you? That's where I think it turned from like I can't stand this movie to like actually this is like so dumb. It's funny, but yeah, just that little hand wave the security guard does. Yeah, that's I the only that, thing. That's it. I can get behind that. That was also a really funny scene, but uh. So rating out of 10, here we go. Um, so I, I think we want to let Alexis go last for this because she's going <laughs> to she's gonna either give it a really high negative score or she's going to give it like a zero. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, what was your Riley? My rating is, like I said, completely middle of the road. Not bad, but also not good. So I'm going to give it a middle of the road score. It gets a five for me. Five out of 10. The just painfully average... There were enough good scenes to not dip it below being average, but it was it was average. Uh, what about you, Dakota? Like I said, I like the second one better, but um, I thought this was like a six. I did like the second one better. Okay. Um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, if I could say senses, please. Uh, I'm in. I'm interested in the second movie. I think we'll have to check it out at some point for the podcast. Oh my god! Yes, yes, please. <laughs> I I am so down to watch these movies. I don't know. I don't know about for the podcast. You guys just watch it and tell me your answer because I don't want to get roasted again. No, no, we're we're definitely doing it on the podcast now. Now that you said, now that you said, I'm scared of being roasted. You're definitely going to be roasted. It's over. I'm sorry. I can I just say, despite my feelings, this is the best movie that's been recommended. Because I actually cared the most. It's brought the most emotion out of me. And like, so it was a great recommendation, Dakota. And I mean that wholeheartedly and genuinely. I'm not like trying to be funny. 
Like, there isn't enough movies that made me care. And this is the first one that actually made me care. So, it's good. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, said Alexis. All right. Where do you school, put this movie? Negative five. All right. Negative five, I think. I would have given it a negative 10, but I think negative, because it, it doesn't deserve a negative 10. I feel like negative 10, I would have to laugh out loud at some point. Yes, yeah, so a negative 10 is like the movie is a masterpiece because of how bad it is. Yeah, so I think a negative five, because I did end up enjoying it. I like Once I like gave up on like it being even kind of good, I was like, this is funny. This is okay. Like, all right, I'm 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 into it. But... It was just not good, but uh, that's my piece. I've said everything I thought about saying. All right. Well, with that being said, um, so I guess that's it for the show. And we got to talk about what we're talking about uh, next week. Uh, which pick? It's Riley's, right? It would be my pick, except we're doing that thing that we said we're going to do, Dakota. Uh, we are where, doing that thing we said we were going to do, yes. Yes, um, where after we go through the whole rad of rotation... Uh, before we go through it again, we look at a theatrical film. But uh, this time, in particular, we had a little bit of a disagreement, so we decided to just come to a compromise. So you guys are getting a double feature next week. Uh, we're talking about two films. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, which was, of course, the, the one I was championing for. Uh, I, I'm excited <laughs> for this magical 90 minutes. And then Ghostbusters Afterlife. So uh, next Sunday, look forward to hearing us talk about both of those movies. Woo-hoo. All right. Well, that is it for this week uh, for the Rad Movie Review Podcast. I have been Riley. I've been Alexis. I've been Dakota. And thank you for watching. By the way, I just remembered, I've been forgetting to mention this for like the last three episodes. Ever since we started the Rad Movie Review Podcast in the first episode, the Venom 2 episode came out, the Discord server, which we used to record has been publicly available in the description of the podcast. I just forgot to mention it. So yeah, you can join our Discord if you want to. It's there. You can talk to us about movies and shit in the in the channels. It'd be cool if you did that. No, nobody has yet clicked on that link. Which makes me think nobody has listened to this shit. But it, it has like 10 listens. So somebody has listened to this shit, evidently. But But regardless, yeah, join our Discord. Okay. Bye. Bye. Not gonna say bye, Dakota. Jesus Christ. Come on. Bye. Sorry. <laughs>